The Red Rum Theater, episode 38, The Sandlot. This magic moment So different and so new Was like any other Until I kiss you It took me by surprise, I knew that you felt it too. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. And every week we'll get one of the movies that help raise us up. We've got that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we've got the movie Sandlot, how it taught us to be a legend and revealed to us what it's like being the new kid. So let's jump into this movie. Now, first off the bat, let me say this with the Sandlot. First off the bat, hey Hey! <laughs> <laughs> the great Bambino. The s- That's the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's some, some girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Ruthie? <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> but listen, this is crazy. This movie has a 58% Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, that's why... That's why we never let a banker go. <laughs> Dude, critics are dumb asses. I'm reading it though. A lot of the critiques are like, it's all boys, misogyny. Um, misogyny? Like uh, races against girls, anti-girl. <sighs> if you tried to make this movie now. Oh my gosh. And you said you play ball like a girl. People would lose their minds. Dude. But they would think it in boy world, that is the biggest insult. And it, well, when we were boys, nowadays, boys uh, on Facebook are putting on makeup better than girls. <laughs> Shoot. But, like, in the movie, that scene, I mean, literally, time Too bad, yeah, we're like, oh, dang, <laughs> he did. No, you didn't, boy. Oh. It, dude, even, like, his own guys are like, oh, shoot. Like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> he's so funny, dude. He's like walking all proud after he's. <laughs> but uh, you play ball like a girl, <laughs> and even some of his, the, the teammates are like, like it's, it's dude, so yeah, his boys funny. Are like, dang, dude, you can't come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this movie was released April seventh, nineteen ninety-three, directed by David Mickey Evans. This guy didn't make much after this. He yeah, but Radio Flyer is amazing. Radio Flyer. Is it Tom Hanks in that? I, no, it wasn't. I he? think he was the grown-up. No. No, no, like one of the, the kids as a grown-up. Really? I think. I got to watch it again. It's been years, dude. But Radio years Flyer, since I watched this. Radio Flyer, you know, the director died, and this guy finished the movie. What? This guy came on and finished the flick. Now. Dang, dude. You almost <laughs> said the F word, buddy. <laughs> but uh, the plot of this film, very simple. It's nine friends, one summer. It's. Eight friends with a new guy, and nine makes a team. That's right. It's, it's one summer playing baseball Too together bad. and growing up. Uh, Benny the Jet is the coolest kid ever. In every way cool. He's cool dude, in ability, he, and he's cool he's, in heart. Yeah, dude. He starts, dude, what does he say when it's too hot to play? And he goes, <laughs> uh, anybody wants to uh, uh, panty waist to where's the mama's bra? Raise your hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, me. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. <laughs> They're like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> they were trying to shame him, and they wouldn't have it. They were, they were, 
That was so funny. They're like, yeah, that's me, <laughs> So, um, this film. You know what? Them stupid kids are like, the pop's not working. That's going to dehydrate you, you dumbasses. <laughs> Which nuts is, I, I, I looked this up for the movie. This is not a true story. <laughs> you dumbass. No, I thought. What, you thought there was a black dude that played with Babe Ruth that got hit in the head and went blind? <laughs> I thought there was a really a big dog and then he ate all the, he ate a kid. <laughs> I thought it was based on someone's growing up life. You know, just based on someone's growing up life. I thought Benny the Jet was a real baseball player because the end scene where the Dodgers are playing, the guy, I thought there was a real player. Come on, dude. There's no they Benny the Jet. They say the Jets lost a step or two. Like, there's... there's <laughs> what part of you... Th- I, I never even, like, toyed with the idea of... Like, I thought I it never was, even entertained the idea that this was a true story. I thought it was an exaggerated claim to the truth. Dude, what do you think? This was Big Fish, dude? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Which was Tim Burton's best film in the last 20 years. Yeah, well, that's because thinking Johnny Depp wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. that It was a true story in one way. The director wrote about his childhood. The director was a kid at one time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. Listen. The director, when he was a little kid, him and his brother moved to a new town. Had no friends. Moved at two weeks before school started, or school ended. So they had no time to make friends, just like the movie. He moves to a new town. They want to play baseball because they, and they can't play ball. They go there with their grant, with the straight up plastic glove, him and his brother, because they want to make friends. Dang. That plat, dude, that hat was the worst thing I've ever it seen in my life. It was, it was terrible. You got a fireplace? <laughs> <laughs> Throw that shit in there. But he, they, the ball goes over the fence. The little brother says, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go get the ball for you. Jump over the fence. The German Shepherd rips his brother apart, dude. Ripped him, like, tears his brother oh, apart. Oh, my. Was it as bad as that little girl on the, next to the Lee Street house? Remember? Oh, when my. When she went over gosh. to pet that dog when he was eating? Oh. That was the craziest thing I ever seen as a kid, dude. In our lives. OMG. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> but he wanted to make me crazy. He wanted to take that story from his childhood when his brother got mauled by a dog. He lived, all right? He lived. Remember when I almost got stinking mauled by that dog and you came out with the, with the wiffle ball bat and you're like, ah! <laughs> Dude, man, I was shitting my pants. I was like, whoa! Some, for some reason, I think if you scream, a dog will get scared and run away. That dog's like, what? <laughs> Dude, so... He wanted to, to like almost make it a happy ending because it was so awful for them. He wanted to turn it into something good, so he had the Benny the Jet pickling the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude, you're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> One time, me and Tony. It's like a triple X movie, dude. Benny the Jet with the pickling the dog, boy. <laughs> One time, Tony and I were uh, at a movie theater, the Dollar Show, and you'd buy these big old pickle in a pouch. Remember those? We didn't buy them. Mom sent us to the movies in those things. She she told us to put them in our pockets. And then remember that you had to drain the pickle? And I was in the bathroom. This dude was in the urinal. And then Jason Gibson's like, hey, man, you're draining your pickle. <laughs> dude, those were dollar store specials. Mom used to tell us to, to, to stick them in the theater, stick them dude. In the theater, dude. I hear the theater's like, <laughs> Dude, that's just like when, you, when you're in the theater and somebody, you just hear him open up a pop. <laughs> <laughs> what 
time we're going to the theater and we try to sneak in a large pizza. It was me and a bunch of my uh, junior high kids, and I How had a did pizza. You, did you have it straight up and down? Strap it down. You shit. <laughs> I'm walking down the big. Man, you feel it sliding down your it gut. Start, it started falling out of my shirt. The pizza slices did, so I just started running. I lost it all, dude. Oh, this thing got grease stains all over your clothes, dude. Dude, didn't make a single slice. Did not enter that movie theater. <laughs> we, it was probably fresh, too. Dude, dude, it was. We tried. Sleezers. It was a sleezer, dude. Oh, you idiots, dude. <laughs> Too bad. Listen to this, man. I one up you on this. Oh shoot, my buddy Kelly Kaczynski. His little brother Casey. He was underage. Okay, no, no, he wasn't underage. He was twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that from the record. Hey, listen, we go to the theater and he's got these big old cargo pants on. And I say, listen, dude, we're going to sneak up at the Jägermeister in this mug. And he's like, all right, bet, bet. And he's like, and he goes, well, we're going to put it. I said, you got to put it in your cargo pocket, dude. He's looking at me like, really? And I said, yeah, and like a dumbass. I bought, a, bought it out of the freezer. So he's standing in line, like trying to look around everywhere but down because there's a huge Jaeger bottle, like indentation of frost on his cargo bucket. Oh my gosh. And then, like, three shots in, he drops it. And we we're on the top, and you hear bing, all the way down, dude. Oh my gosh, it's dude. Stinking big old frost pouch, dude. Jeez, Good man. thing he was 21. Good thing, dude. <laughs> so, um, this movie's on nine kids, one summer. And it's really about uh, a kid moves to a new town. I love how they big time it with the stinking, the big chief, dude. Oh. They move to this new town, and this kid moves in two weeks before school starts, or two weeks after school is gonna, two weeks before school's gonna end. So it's no time to make any friends. And this kid, I just figured out our raises wrong, by the way. Awesome. All right. Okay. Um. So he's there, and the kid is not cool. He's just not cool. He knows he's a nerd, though. He, 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 he told, set, yeah, he told his reads, mom, I'm all brain. He's all, and, and this kid, this poor kid, his dad died when he was young. So his mom remarries. A dickhead. <laughs> he's not that bad, is he? He's just not kid-friendly. No, he's just a man. He's a man. He's not I'm his. a man. I love kids. He's not you, though. He, he is, he's not kid-friendly. He's a classic old-school man. He's not kid-tested, mother-approved. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, kicks the only cereal I know of that didn't any sugar. Like, well, you, know, you don't need no sugar with it that. It tastes homes. so good. Too bad. I, I used to always put sugar in like a mug on that, too. <laughs> That's a little too much, dude. Gosh, you. I used to love Berry Berry Kicks. Too bad Berry Berry Kicks. What, it, t- it was the closest thing that I could find to nerd cereal. Yes, it was. OMG, was Remember that delicious. the nerd cereal bowl? The bowl where you could pull the middle out and they would, it, they would mix. And the cereal had two cereal yes, uh, two, two plastic. Yeah. Man, why didn't that make it? It was, it was, I don't know. You know what's crazy? If you buy the cheap off-brand cereal, sometimes you can get close to tasting that. I'm, it's amazing. Berry Kicks is the closest I've ever got. Oh, too bad I can't wait to wake up tomorrow morning because I got Fruity Pebbles in the, in the cupboard. Dang, Why? dude. I got some uh, Golden Grams at home. Dang, Gina. Golden Grams get soggy fast, boy. I, I do like Crunchy Grams, bro. I don't, I don't like it all. No, no. Soggy's <laughs> gross, dude. So this kid moves to his new town. 
No friends. See some kids play at the sandlot. Eight followed them after school one day. And See then them he just kept going so over He there. goes over there, and this poor kid has that plastic mitt. In the worst hat you've ever seen. And he has no idea how to he play sports. He doesn't know how to throw a ball. How to catch a ball. He is not athletic. He just knows it looks like the funnest time ever. And he's like, these kids, if I can be with them, I'll have friends. Yeah, he didn't have a crew. He needed a crew. And so you watch him become part of their world, and they have a summer together, and it just becomes one of the best summers of their life. And the story is just boys it's, growing up. Dude, it, just like all, for some reason, that's like our thing now. I love thinking about riding bikes. How awesome was that on the 4th of July when the cul-de-sac, all the picnic tables were in the cul-de-sac, the neighborhood's locked down, everybody's hanging out, and they play baseball under the fireworks, dude. That was, and that black dude singing America the Beautiful, bro. That's the best scene ever, dude. It's, this, this movie is very, it's patriotic. Man. It's almost like this is America. Dude, it, it's, it's something special. You want to be a... Penny waist to wish your mama's bra. <laughs> That's so funny. They're like, all right here, do we? <laughs> so, I'm talking about America. So, if someone's ne- <laughs> never seen this film, why should, they watch, why should they watch it? Give me the cell. If someone's never seen this film, you must be an Android loser. <laughs> if you listened last week, you caught Ernie's Freudian slip. <laughs> but, uh, it's okay. It might be one of the best childhood movies behind Stand By Me there is. It's incredible, dude. It's it's adventures every day, summer vacation. All you have to do is get up and hook up with your boys and go running. It's all you do every day. I love you just yell, Mom, go to play ball and just leave. Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> you never know what she's doing in there. But uh, it's a great film. Now, the cast of this film, the, uh, we'll go through the story a little bit. So the story of this film is he goes out and makes a fool of himself. It's bad, dude. I can barely handle that scene. It, it hurts me in a deep level. Ugh. And you know why it hurts me? Because we're that kid, dude. What, you speak for yourself, fool. Do you remember when <laughs> mom brought us to that soft, or the baseball to play up north in UP? What, when we were on the worst team in the league? Yeah, T-ball. Oh, no, coach pitch. It was coach pitch, yeah. yeah. We never played. We have no father. She never us, played catch. Us to the wolves, dude. Drove us somewhere. We didn't know where we were going. Drove us to a place. Got us a ball field. You're on this team. We're like, Mom, we don't know how to do anything. We loved it, though. We didn't know any of the rules, though, we man. We didn't know anything. Did, I mean, had to learn things the hard I, it, I got, me and you got out all the time because we didn't know the rules of when you could j- like run off the bag. <laughs> <laughs> dude, and then I remember one time I was walking in Flint, dude, and uh, I'm walking around, and there's kids playing ball. I mean, it's like the sandlot. I'm walking, there's kids playing ball. They like, and I knew one of the guys. Is it basketball? They're playing ba- baseball, oh, oh. and, and they, one of the guys knew me. They're nice. So come over. They come over. He goes, hey, I'm going to say hi to him. He, and the coach says hi to me. I'm like, hey, I don't know the coach. The coach thought, I'm tall. I look athletic because in, in, in elementary I was taller for my age, whatever. You're big, strong, dude. Yeah, he goes, You play baseball? I'm like, uh, No, sir, I don't play baseball. You see my baseball? And uh, I, I couldn't play ball. I had no ba- baseball skills. None! No, I couldn't throw, couldn't catch, couldn't, couldn't do it. Um, I was not athletic, dude. You know, I was not athletic. You want to see a hilarious <laughs> Jeremiah Roy swinging a bat? <laughs> Because his arms are so huge. Right. He literally, it's all arms. There's no, like, swing. It's just, it's just like chops. But he hit a home run. With a chop? Yes. That's oh, how strong shoot. he is, dude. Well, so they said, we want you, to, want you to come play with us today. We want to see if you're good for our team. We need an extra player. So I come out and. You could probably beat everybody up, but they're all like, ah, look at this girl. Dude, ah. it was it, two plays. They tried to throw a ball to me, have me throw one back. And the coach goes, 
I guess you're right. You're not a baseball player. And I just left the field. Head down like a mug. Dude felt terrible. Ashamed, embarrassed. Watching this. When he runs the baseball in from the outfield, head to the guy, it's terrible. That ain't nothing compared to when he tried to throw it. That's the worst. And then everybody's like, ah! They fall on the ground laughing at him, dude. Wow, dude. I've been laughed at, and it's, it's, a, it's a boy. It's a painful thing. It's, it's the dude... The worst feeling ever. And it makes you strong. You gotta de- you got- everyone's got to deal with it, okay? Yeah. We, I know everyone's at, bullying is not awesome, okay? It's not awesome. Listen. But we all got to go through it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There were times where I got bullied, and I could beat the shit out of the people who bullied me. Just because, I mean, there ain't nothing you can do. You, you embarrass yourself. I mean, <clears throat> you're just going to look worse if you slap something around for making fun of you. And you're just like, dang. Got to take it, man. Man, I remember one time I was in... Um, Gym class, middle school, and we were playing softball, and I was playing second base. Okay. And uh, somebody hit a line drive to second, and I caught it. Holy cow. And everybody's like, dang, Tony. And then um, a, a couple innings later, same thing, caught it. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Until I had a stinking uh, – they put me – Another day, they put me in the outfield. Oh, shoot. I didn't know that you're not supposed to start running forward until the ball gets close to you because you don't know what's going to go over your head. Right. I start running thinking, oh, there it is. Oh, it's going over me. Then I had to turn around and run back to it, and I couldn't throw it to second. I threw it, and it went to the right. I'm like, (laughs) dang. Worst feeling ever, dude. And everybody's like, hey, last week you were the shit. Like, dang, you're nothing. Um, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> you ass. Holy God. <laughs> 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 Poor Dennis Leary wanted to teach his son how to throw the baseball. His stepson <sighs> gives him a black guy. It's great, dude. At least you didn't take care of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he takes that big fat steak out and slaps it on his eye. Keep it's, it there for an hour. It won't swell, but it'll be black as a mug. <laughs> dude, but, uh, Benny gets laughed at. If you have an opportunity to be either a big brother type. Dude. Do it. Benny's the coolest guy in that field. He is amazing. He's the leader of that crew. Yeah, he is. He sees that kid. You know what? They all start start trying to make fun of him, and he starts dogging them, and they're like, dang. He's like, you run like a duck. Dang, Benny. And he's like, you're part of the game, though, right? Why can't he be part of the game? Man, he I love how he's for like, him. put your hand, put your glove up in the air. I'll take care of the rest. I'll take care of the rest. That was incredible. Hits it right to the outside. Dude, Benny puts himself on the line to give that kid a shot. And, dude, people do. For me, Chris Johnson up in the UP vouched for me and gave me a shot, dude. At school? In life, dude. He's like, he was, we were new to the place. Chris knows people. Chris is Chris cool. Chris was, uh, he lived next door. He was Poor. Poor. Probably one of the coolest people I've ever known. And he watched out for us, man. He, ah, uh, man, we we told a lot of so we we have to find him. His name is the most common name in the world. Might as well be John Smith, dude. Chris Johnson from. Uh, how about I? Two of my best friends up there were Jared Johnson and Adam Jackson. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think both of us were on the dollar bill somewhere, dude. <laughs> but um, so uh. Stinking UP, dude. Have us have some stinking creativity, man. <laughs> but so uh, we should try to find his stepfather. Mitt 
Yes. We that... didn't know his last name. I don't know his last name. Mitt. I don't even think his real name's Mitt, fool. <laughs> it's probably Mitt because his face looks like a catcher's mitt. <laughs> but uh, he becomes part of the crew. Benny brings him in because he's part of the crew. Well, he tells him, too, um, you can throw it, you know. And he said, no, I can't. And he was going to go home. And Benny's like, have you ever had a paper out? And then what does he say? He goes, I, I helped. Yeah, I helped. And he said, Soon, you know, throw it like you're throwing paper. When it gets here, just stop. And it'll go. But think about it. Think about it. Think, think too much. That's the, that's the thing. Because he's such a smart guy. I, I did the same you thing. You can relate big time. I you were always so smart. That's why I kind of took off faster than you did. Because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> but he's like, look, baseball is fun. Right. Stop thinking. That's what I try to tell when, I, when I'm giving kids drum lessons. Stop, like, thinking so hard. You have to feel it. With baseball, it's fun. Look at... They're having a blast. They, it's an everlasting game, right? Dude, Every it's, day. It's they just, don't keep score. They just run plays. It's awesome. And uh, you see them just grow up together, and the summer's awesome. It's a great summer. And the conflict of the film, the, the, the conflict of the story, it's the, it's the stepdad and the son, but also the stepdad has a great collection of stuff. Well, his, the stepdad's dad gave him a Babe Ruth signed ball, dude. And this kid doesn't know nothing about baseball. Here's the thing, too. You don't even touch a ball like that with your bare hands. You don't want fingerprints on that ball. So one day they lose their baseball. It goes over the fence where the beast lives. Oh, some, uh, uh, somebody hits a home run. Benny hits the seeking cover off the ball. Oh, yeah. Incredible. So he goes home, grabs a ball because he wants to be the, save the but world. His, but his stepdad's away for a week on vacation, and his stepdad told him, you're the man of the house. Behave. You know, look after the house. He runs home, gives the Babe Ruth ball, runs back, and like <clears throat> I'm, he's the cool guy. He saved the day. Yeah, and they're all pumped up, and then and he Smalls, hits his first home hit, run. It's it's crazy. It's, it should be a great day. His first home run, but dude, he is. Look in who's panic. got the big bet now. He is in. He's a, like O F O. He is. Tr he's and he plays scared so well. He is scared. Well, dude, if Dennis Lear was waiting at home for you, dude, dude just watch him. Suicide Kings. <laughs> he's, like, uh, he's like, some girl gave it to him. And dude, the, the, his, his, he's like, you're not in trouble. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Ball's worth uh, well, more than your life. <laughs> and then they had to get the That's the same guy. <laughs> That's so funny. The Colossus of Clout. Um, the Sultan of Swat. But uh, the Great Bambino. <laughs> Steakin. And you can see when it registers. He's like, he even, remember, he's got, that list. He's got yeah. that list of things to know. And the first, number one on the list is the great, great Bambino. Bambino. Who the hell is it? Sneaking, um, <laughs> then it becomes the howling at the, the ball back from the crazy dog next door. Dude, when they have the stinking sleepover, it's amazing, dude. The whole movie, this is the camp out, the tree house. Do you have to tell you what? Never had a tree house. Never had a tree Always house. wanted one. Dude, even when we watched The War, dude, with Kevin Costner, man, oh. I always wanted a treehouse. It was, it was, it was just, it's war. We didn't, we have a big enough yard, didn't have a house. We just never had a thing. What's a better, by, way off topic, what's a better dad scene? Kevin Costner on The War, taking that dude down, or um, sticking Dan Aykroyd on My Girl? Dude, I think that it's Costner scene. scene. Is that scene in the war is so good. Because the, the flip of that switch is incredible. That was crazy, dude. And then he makes his kid apologize to the guy while he's got him on the ground by his throat. <laughs> We're going to do the war one day, bro. Yes. That's a rough one, man, because that talks about segregation and everything. It's all in there. 
So, yeah. the story is wonderful. So, I want to get to some of the scenes later, but let's just show some of the cast. The kids, most of these, a lot of these kids, I'll put a, I'll, I'll put a YouTube uh, clip on this, on our Facebook page. The, the kids, a lot of them, leave acting. A lot of them don't go well, on. They'll do like one or two movies. Benny the Jet was in Muddy Dugs too. Right. And uh, I think that the, the black kid was too, wasn't he? He was in some movie after this. Yeah, he was in both Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah. So you have a lot of guys go to, and some guys, a lot of guys went to Boy Meets Girl. A lot of guys did episodes of that show. Episodes. Boy Meets World? Yeah, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. They would do a few episodes here and there. Uh, the person who made it the most off this movie, the person who had their start here and went the furthest, surprisingly, was stinking Wendy Peppercorn. Which is crazy. Her career went, dude. She's been in lots of movies, dude. She was in the both Grindhouse movies. Which I haven't seen. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Tarantino and Rodriguez? I know. I know. She's in Sin City. She, Who is she playing Sin City? She's the girl in the red dress at the very beginning. And uh, the guy. Are you, are you sure? Yes. The guy sweet talks and kills her. Remember that? Yeah, that's why Mickey Rourke loses his mind. No, no, no. Not, not Goldie. Not Goldie. Oh, well, which one? She's out on a, on a, on a, like a, a ledge looking over the city. And like Josh Hartnett, is that his name? <gasps> Comes out and talks oh, to her and like man. talks sweet to her, then shoots her. He's like, take me away. He's like, I'll take you away. And he goes, in Sin City. Walked on the wrong alley. Her. Never know what you'd find. And uh, so I remember Josh Hartnett. Like I remember yes. that that blue or that red dress now. Yes, it's her. That is her. And she's she was in um, both uh, she's in Pleasantville, never been kissed. I remember her on Pleasantville. Now, Who was she and never been kissed? I don't know. I haven't seen that. I've seen it a long time ago. I've never seen it That's since. That's the one with uh, Drew Barrymore. Yes. Okay. She also was in Nixon and W by Oliver Stone. What? So she's been in some movies, dude. She's W with uh, Brolin? Yeah. Oh. So she's, she has a career still. Dang, dude. Now, you have some big stars in this movie. You have James Earl Jones as Mr. Myrtle. He's Myrtle's Acres. <laughs> He's awesome, dude. Dude, Mr. Myrtle. Okay, James Earl Jones, what are his must-see movies? Conan. It's dude, Carl gonna say the same thing. He's Conan. awesome. Uh he's great as the Serpent King. Uh what else? That's kind of crazy, his part in that. He has an early, early role in Doctor Strange Love. Wonderful performance. I seen a like a Broadway type <gasps> rendition. Of um, offenses. the fences, yeah. With James Earl Jones. Burns dude. the world out. And he was in shape. No way. Like, he had, like, a button-up shirt with nothing underneath and his sleeves rolled up. Looking like, good? Looking good. I was, dude, he's an actor, bro. Yes, he is. Man, he's... Wasn't he the one who told me he's, he's in the brother, the black and white guy, our brothers? Duvall? Is that Duvall and James <gasps> Jones? Uh, it's called The Family Thing. Awesome. Oh, my goodness, dude. I've not seen it. Duvall is a redneck. Truck driving, tractor... Um, is he a racist? Yes. Oh my goodness! And he finds out he's got a long lost brother because his dad had an affair with the um, the maid who was a Holy black lady. Holy cow! She gave birth to Duval. Or to, 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 to Javel Jones. No, the white girl gave birth. Or no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, the, the the black girl gave birth to Duval and Jones. James Earl Jones is older than Duval. James and then Duvall's dad had an affair with the maid. She had Duvall, but Duvall's uh, pseudo mom raised him because he came out white as snow. No, and it comes out on no. comes out on mom's deathbed. 
No. And, he, and, and, and her, the one thing she asks of her son is to go find her brother, his brother, his real brother. No. He even calls his brother the N-word on accident. No. It's, it movie is so deep, bro. It is like, whoa. <laughs> There's a scene where James Earl Jones says, how does it feel to be colored? Like, <laughs> dang, bro. It is. He goes, dude, it's so funny because when he finds him, he says, I know who you are. And I don't give a damn about you or your son daddy. And he's like, oh, but you better watch how you talk about daddy. And he looks at him and you're like, dang, dude, dude. I've been wanting you to watch that for a minute. For years, dude. Okay, so James Earl Jones is Mr. Mur- you gotta, Mr. Myrtle. You gotta in this saying queso, bro. I'm starving, dude. Ah. In this movie, he's Myrtle's great. Acres. <laughs> he, he, he's the owner of the beast, the junkyard. Forever. How long do I got to keep him chained up? <laughs> That's like one of the most famous things ever. Forever. Forever. Or you're killing me, Smalls, is to this that's, day. That's, that's the, the line. That's the line. That line is. I almost want to get that tattooed somewhere. Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> That is the most famous. But uh, um, Jones is great. Saves the day. He saves the day. He saves the day. Dude, he remember he goes, um, yeah, but that ball is really signed by Babe Ruth. So so is that one. Along with the rest of the 1920-something Yankees, you're like, holy cow. Um, then you have Karen Allen as the mom. Indiana Jones yes, fame. Yes. She, uh, what else is she in? Uh, Scrooged. Yes. Yeah, she's um, awesome. She's good at the Dennis Leary plays the stepdad, and he is... He is the quintessential stepdad, dude. He's emotionally uh, um, unavailable. Yeah. He is... Well, he he's... It's new to him, too. He's providing for the family. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, good yeah. dad, but he's not a father figure guy. He's not what he wants to be. And not only that, but they don't connect. The no, boy's a nerd, and he's, he loves baseball. After he gets into baseball, then they start connecting, which yes. is pretty awesome. It is real awesome. Um, Leary... What is your go-to role for Leary? Um, your favorite Leary movie, what do you think? It's uh, Suicide Squad's there. Suicide Kings. Kings, Suicide Kings, yeah, hell no. Suicide Kings is there, but, man. I'm Suicide King all the way. Suicide King, his role the in The ref that, is pretty awesome. The ref is a different kind of movie. Um, yeah, his, his role in Suicide Kings Suicide is, Kings, that, that kitchen. I'm with him the whole movie, dude. That the conversation at the girl's apartment with the, with the abusive father is one of the greatest Have monologues. I've ever seen a guy, an actor, more Irish than Dennis Leary, dude. <laughs> Rescue Me was actually dope. I never saw the show. OMG. No, but Suicide Kings, his role, dude. With the stingray boots, with the uh, with the fish boots. Why are you paying eleven hundred dollars for fish boots? <laughs> <laughs> dude, he gets so mad. This boy messes with him so bad. Dude. But, um, then you got uh, um, so yeah, those are some of the main actors you have in the movie. Some of the actors, like I said, some of them did little things, but a lot of them fade out. Like the, uh, uh, you know that Leary's on Ice Age movies. Yeah, he's the same yeah. with the tiger. Yeah, yeah. Um, he makes so much money. Um, Howard Stern fact for you. Fun fact. The first Ice Age movie, the original cut, Leary gets killed. What? And they, when they tested it on audiences, the kids had melt, like meltdown breakdowns. So they kept him in, and he's still in the Ice Age movies. Holy! Like they had breakdowns. They didn't number number one. They didn't understand what death is. Why is he dead? And they freaked out, and they had to change the whole rewrite the whole ending. Dude, I remember when I was a kid, and I watched the Transformers movie. And Optimus Prime dies in the first oh, the 20 cartoon. minutes. Cartoon movie. 
Prime dies in the first uh, minute, 20 minutes. I was, as a kid, like, what the crap is that happening? That cartoon movie is better than any of the stinking movie movies. Even with that 80s metal, it's still better than it's any of those movies. Too bad that 80s metal is why it's so awesome. You got the touch. <laughs> you got the feet, the power. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like stinking Crossfire, dude. Crossfire. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff, dude. Dude, loved it. But I remember Prime dying. Cause I know. We watch cartoon every Saturday morning. Go watch the movie, you're pumped. And your 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 main guy. And you're looking dies. you're looking down at your wedding teddy. He's like, no, dude, because he, he puts him down. He, he sucked. And uh, what's he's like? He's like, fuck. He keeps on shooting Prime in the chest. That was messed it's, up. It's murderous, dude. I kind of, dude. You were crying, weren't you? It, it got me, dude. It messed <laughs> me up. Um, but uh, so let's go. Great American scenes. In this movie has some great American scenes. Oh man. And I, th- I think the great American scene number one with a bullet is the pool scene. It's a yeah. It's and I, I understand this scene. It's the age where you're like hormones are dude, like oiling and lotioning, lotioning and oiling. <laughs> she, oh man, he's like, oh, she knows exactly what she's doing. She has no idea what she's doing. Oh yeah, she does. She knows exactly. <laughs> but we all know what Wendy Peppercorn, dude. dude. That kid, she, she's uh, Squint's Ida Hankin, bro. Dude, first of all, <laughs> Squint goes his. Okay, he first walks. of all, what a pimp. He, he walks up on that diving board. The funniest is on his way. He's like, Dude, he, his little grin is so funny. He goes, I can't take it anymore. And just goes out of the pool, walks around, waves at her. And they're like, what is he doing? The, the guys are all watching. He jumps in the deep and he can't swim. That's hilarious, dude. And they're yelling and she goes in for him. She's, just good, she's a good lifeguard. Goes in for him. Grabs that fool, comes out, dude. And he's like, he's like in her arms. He's so tiny, dude. Dude, and she starts to breathe into, into his lungs. And dude, when he opens his the eyes, smile. that smile is unbelievable. Un- it's it's, it's and, movie gold, dude. And when he grabs her to kiss her, and the song breaks in, that magic moment. Oh, man. And dude, that it's she is furious. You little pervert! <laughs> they grab him, and as they're pulling him out, all his boys are screaming. They're, oh man! Because they're, they're going nuts. Cause it's they can't so... believe what they just saw. Um, and they kick out. They throw their clothes out of the sticking. Uh, That's funny, dude. <laughs> dude. And they got to run from the pool. Well, dude. dude, they yeah, they got kicked for they, the whole summer. They, yeah, they got banned from the pool, dude. <laughs> Dude, that scene as a kid, I remember cheering. I remember just yes, cheering yes. out loud, like, yeah. Because we knew we had never had the balls do anything never, like that. Never, ever, never, ever. never. I had crushes. I'd never been told girls I had crushes on them. I, 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 I was the purse carrying guy friend to so many girls so many times. Oh, yeah. Had no cojones of any kind. I was lame. Lame. I had a girl once. I had a girl once, dude, at our apartment complex in Waterford. Tell me she liked me. You know who this girl is? Yeah. You know who she is? Yes. C.H.? Yes. Okay. Um, she was a beautiful girl. And I crushed she, she on was her. like a um, little bit hippie. Yes! But like real cool, fine. Had all the sisters. And I'll tell you what, dude, for how young we were, she was like our first full-figured woman in our lives. Yes. Because we like, because we used to have the apartment pool. Yes. Dang, Gina. So, um, she did tell you she liked you. When they were sitting down, and she's like talking, and I'm like, so who who, who you liking these days? Because she'd have boyfriends and stuff, and she goes, always older. She's like, it's you. She even dated Junior. Yes, yes, she did. Yep. And he was like, to us, was a a man. Yes, and he He he, was a man. She (laughs) tells me she likes me, and I literally was so 
dumbfounded and so like I, I I never had a girlfriend. I had no idea what to do. And she was hot. It was it was, it was mad. And so I was like, no, you don't. Like, I I completely. You turned into that stinking vulture. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and I completely downplayed it and left. You, because I I did I. I didn't have the squints power, dude. <laughs> Man, he got her in the end, though. Dude, married her. Nine kids. Nine kids. I didn't know squints was Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Bought the little drugstore in town, dude. Yeah, that know. scene is a classic. I know it's probably considered like what is sexual harassment now. Sexual assault, some kind. Dude, I I can't even get into okay. what world we live in right now. Okay. So we'll just we'll just remember it being great. It was. It was something, dude. Something to watch. Now, what a, a great American. Why couldn't he have kissed one of the guy lifeguards? <laughs> but uh, other great scenes is going to be the pickle against the beast. Yeah, but dude, we're glossing over one of the funniest scenes of what? all time. <laughs> ever. Which one? In any movie. What? And it literally is neck and neck with the Stand By Me throw-up scene. It. I, I yes it is, dude. That scene, dude. How they, you see in their faces when it changes. Oh, oh no, dude. First have of all, you ever had chewing tobacco? Never, dude. Is it sick? It hits you faster than alcohol than liquor. No, I'm telling you, it will turn your stomach, dude. What? Oh, and it it makes you like high. What? Yes, dude. I when I was driving trucks cross country, I tried it. I had to pull over to a rest stop and throw up, dude. Shut up, man. It is the it's filthy McNasty and it gives you a head rush, dude. So you, like, you gotta get used to it till you like that dude, stuff. Dude, I don't know why you would ever want to get used to that. Gives you lip cancer, doesn't it? What? Gives you face cancer. Like oh. it if if you're a kid and you try that, you're gonna throw up. That's so funny when he like burps, he goes, Oh, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's disgusting. That dude. was dude, it was hitting people's feet. No oh, walking dude. by, dude. I don't know why great, great summer boy movies have that vomit. They have, have to. to. <laughs> oh, that scene was brutal. It looked like they all just got done eating chili dogs. Oh, it was so gross. <laughs> they were all. And the thing is, as kids, we all tried stupid crap like Heck that. Heck yes. Cigarettes, chaw. Um, for us, dude, I drank Jack Daniels when I was in sixth grade, dude, and I was like. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> Trying to be cool to the friends were so yes, stupid. Yes, dude. Yes. I once one time rolled up like a, a newspaper, trying to smoke like a cigarette. It, I, I coughed and hacked a lung up, dude. Oh my it, god! It that, burned. You know that it, was ink full. It, it burned going in my in my lungs. Um, uh, you're okay. This this. You're you're telling the guy who sniffed pixie sticks, dude. Come I was gonna say that's the dumbest idea ever. Sniffing pixie, pixie sticks. You're stinking telling them kids that story about me talking to you and the jumping off the stinking truck. You didn't tell them, but you tell me the pixie sticks, did you? It, 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 it got, boys tried dumb things, dude, and they all like wanted to be cool. One guy put so much chaw on his lip. He put so much, and I don't know what they're thinking. Make a big lead chew is a gum. Big lead chew. Try to make chaw cool for kids. Well, dude, did you notice that a lot of baseball teams have that huge industrial bucket of gum now? What? Instead of chaw, a lot of baseball players chew gum straight up. They have a big thing bucket of gum. What? Yeah. There's uh, a big league uh, chew gum or other kind of gum. No, no, just a little double bubble. Chaw is not as popular as it used to be because of the mouth cancer and all the other stuff. Dang, dude. 
Big League Chew. I used to love it, dude. It was awesome. It was so, it cost so much Chew. money, dude, though. That's the thing. You could never afford Big League Chew. A dollar like, nineteen for the and it was not that much, the gum was all thin and like it's stringy. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, Big it's League cool. Chew, it's dude. Chew. It's like it's put it in your back pocket. Like you thought you were a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ooh, chaw, dude. Ooh. so um, when he goes over that fence to face it, first he has a dream about the dream. Uh, first of all, we talked about that best fall ever. It's one of that the best. That was a legit fall. I don't know how they From filmed about it. eight feet. He goes over that fence and like grabs the top, hits one foot, two foot, flip over the top, still holding the fence. Straight shoulder blades, dude. Land on the back flat, Yeah, that dude. was crazy. That, that a, was a real fall, dude. It was, it was, and that was a kid. It was a great stunt. They had maybe like a mat under the dirt you didn't see, something that helped break. Cause that would hurt. You'd lose your oh, air. Heck yes. You'd lose all your air landing like that on your back, dude. Jeez. But uh, when he goes to the, the beast and – Too bad, that beast was a beast, if you know what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Myrtle, a, Myrtle didn't take his – Cajones off. No, no. But uh, when he goes over there and faces the thing head to head and runs, gets it and runs out and jumps, you think he beats it? And when it comes over that fence, dude, that movie, I was like, this movie. That last sequence of the dog chasing through town is incredible. Just. First of all, when the cake goes way up in the air, how does it come down in pieces? It's what are you going to do? It's stupid. It's just fun. It's just. People say the movie's too innocent. They say it's too cheesy. It's too awesome. It's it's awesome. And again, we didn't have this kind of childhood, but we had moments of this innocence and moments of this freedom, and it reminds us of that moment. But glorious, dude. Yeah, when you could say, Mom, I'll be back later. And literally, you could be, you, you could be gone until dinner. It wasn't when we lived in Flint. That was when we lived up north. Yeah, yeah, up in the UP. You can subscribe to the Red Room Theater on iTunes Podcast or the Stitcher app for you Android users. Um, both of these podcatchers are very, very effective ways to subscribe and get the new episodes whenever they're released every Sunday before midnight. Um, now, if you're an Apple user, we ask you to please leave a, a, a review on the pod, Apple Podcast Store. This review is going to help us get in front of more people. Um, we uh, do this for free every single week. We come out here. It's 10 o'clock at night. We're filming in downtown Flint. And uh, we ask if you'd share, tell a friend about this podcast. You can go ahead and uh, subscribe and review it. And that review allows you almost to, like, give us a fist bump from far away. So we ask, please give a review. If we read your review, on a five-star review. You leave a five-star review on the iTunes podcast store. And we read the review on air. We will send you free awesome swag can you leave a four-star review how does that work you can but don't we want why would you st- ever leave anything but a five-star well if this is a podcast and it sucks you can leave a one-star oh, review okay i got you i've listened to some bad podcasts yeah too bad we too bad that one you had me listen to this week was awesome awesome so um get out there leave a review and, and help us be in front of more people now how did this movie raise us right? We'll tell you how. There's a lot of things in this. About being a good friend, using your power for good. Benny is the coolest guy in that field. He's, he's awesome. And remember when those guys come to play baseball, they say, Oh, Benny's the only, only one here that's got talent or whatever. Yeah. Easy to be, be a good baseball player. Whenever we, uh, even, even, the bad, even, the, even the kids that hate them give him props. Yeah. It, it, everyone knows he's the man. Everyone knows he's the man. And, um, but there's a the babe, the great Bambino comes in a dream. I love when the, the actor... I love when a history historical figure comes and dreams to people. I love Elvis and True Romance. Oh, I man. love when like there's a dream, like there's a uh, a speaker from like the 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 dream world speaks. And 
Bambino comes to Benny in a dream, tells him to go get that ball. Did you get why he said, Henry Aaron, I don't know why, but can I have this? The baseball card? Yeah, why? That's Hank Aaron. I understand. He's the one that eventually breaks his record. I didn't catch that. That's why he's like, I don't know why, but can I have this? <laughs> oh, that's smooth, dude. That's smooth. Um, that's like you with the stinking lighter, dude. <laughs> um, so there's a line he says to him, and they say it more than once in the movie. He goes, heroes are remembered, but legends never die. And Benny goes and does it. He goes, great. jumps over that fence, faces the beast, gets the ball. And you know what's crazy is that idea, legends never die. There are things I've done in my life, stupid, dumb dares, crazy adventures, and you do it just because legends never die. There is towns in this state that we lived in that they will remember me and you because of crazy things we've done. They, they might not even remember our name, dude. They'll be like, those crazy Mexican brothers. <laughs> In college, me. I did things that were just having a blast, living life, be, just being me. We did things. like I remember I was at a, um, an event with my wife at an alumnus lunch. Everyone's there. They're all alumni, alumnus from my college. And we're having a free lunch in St. Louis. And they asked the people, the, 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 the lunch, luncheon people, name a memory you have from back in school days. And they went around, and my wife's with me, and I told her all the stories from college. She's like, you know, probably just exaggerating, being crazy. Half the people, out of 14, probably seven people told stories of pranks or dumb crap that I did in college. And Angie, looked, she looks at me like, oh, my gosh, they have no idea you're that person. <gasps> they have no idea. That, they didn't know you were the one they were talking about? They had no idea. Damn! Dude, it's be I, 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 that's hilarious. I go back to my alma mater after 20 years being out of college. The dean comes out of his office. The dean has seen he doesn't meet with students individually. The dean deals with the whole college, 3,000 students every year. Every year. And he comes out, he see, looks over, sees me, he goes, Ernesto, how you doing? Like, I was with, sitting next to one of the boosters from Moody who gives like, Millions of school every year. They didn't, the guy didn't know who he was, but he knew my name. <laughs> Be a legend, baby. Dang, dang. Gotta swing for the fences, dude. Man, I'll tell you what, dude. I was at this place in on the east side. It was a big, like a Dave and Buster's type place. Might even have been Dave and Buster's. This guy walked up to me and he goes, Hey, didn't you knock some guy out in eight seconds on TV? <laughs> And I looked at him, I go, nah, man. And he goes, oh. And I go, it was seven. <laughs> and he was like, I thought that was you, dude. It was so awesome. That's man. awesome, dude. That dude, was sweet. Dude, it's <sighs> being remembered is amazing. I listen to this. I was at Soggy Bottom. And I had a bunch of tunes jamming on the jukebox. And this dude uh brought my buddy Ray. It, it was a uh comedy night. Ray was there. <laughs> he brought he brought him the food. He was kind of being, you know, kind of being goofy, being funny. Older guy comes back over, and I'm and we're kind of looking at each other. And he goes, he just looks at me, and he's like, "Aren't you that real bad drummer?" He used to go to every Dead by Sunday show. Holy cow! And he was at the two Eat Your Heart Out shows we played in Flint because he heard I was playing. That's insane. And we're friends on Facebook now, dude. And it's been years. 
It's being remembered for something awesome is awesome. You got to be a legend, dude. I've been places where everyone's afraid to try something, afraid to do something, and, and so nothing happens. But if you're like, just be cool, you be have bold. To have, you have to have that mindset. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, somebody's going to forget you tomorrow? Or how about somebody's going to remember you in 20 years? So this, when I was in junior uh, high school here, junior high, grew up in Waterford. I went to move to Waterford in eighth grade, and uh, I was a loser. Lo- a no, a loser. Go freshman year to Waterford, Mott. Loser. Homecoming comes up. I go to it, okay? Danced like a psycho. Had a blast. I just loved dancing. I loved it. Had a great time. I'm jumping over like stinking uh, rails. Where the all dance the guys floor. were too cool to dance. Yes. And that one night, all of a sudden, I had friends the next day. Next day, I wasn't, I was still not super cool, but I was known. And, and, and I was like, but people were like, you know what? You're all right. And they, they, it was, I, I wasn't dancing to get their attention. I'm just dancing because I wanted to dance. Probably because you stinking took a senior to, to, was it homecoming? I went to prom every year, dude. Dang, Gina. Look at you, man. <laughs> what are you going to do, man? Um, but just don't be afraid to live life. Be, be cool. Have fun. I don't know, man. It just be the man. Don't be normal. Normal's lame, dude. Normal's Ohio. <laughs> be normal. Normal's Illinois, dude. Normal Illinois is a real place. Normal Ohio is too. Is it? Was Normal Ohio a movie? I don't know. Sounds stupid. Normal Illinois is where my favorite band comes from. They're called the Normals. Wasn't uh, Andrew was in that band. Osenga? Osenga. Oh, Janky Jank? <laughs> he's the best Janky Jank ever lived, dude. Scott Taylor's the best Janky Jank he's ever lived. Fair. Fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so how did this movie raise us wrong? Brother, lay it out. Dude, I'm telling you that tobacco scene. I can't even tell you how many times I threw up because I was trying to do something that grown-ups do. There's a reason they put age limits on things. You take a 13- or 14-year-old kid or 11-year-old kid, try to chew chaw. You're going to throw up. You might get real sick. Legit. I'm, dude, remember, I, remember on Doc Hollywood where Michael G. Fox is about to take, take the kid, he hellavacum. He thinks he has some kind he of crazy gonna condition. He was going to cut him open. And the, the old doctor comes back and says, hey. Give him a Coke. And he goes, well, you and your daddy's jaw again. And the kid's like, yeah. And Fox looked like an idiot. Yeah. Was it Doc Hollywood, right? Was Doc yes, Hollywood? that movie was awesome. The old man wrecked him, though. Yeah, he, he made did. Made him look like a fool. And no one would come to him anymore. Oh, dude. Was that Doc Hollywood or arachnophobia? No, arachnophobia was, um, he did something. Doc Hollywood is the one. Cause, okay. Because Doc Hoke. Was the old man. Was it the same old man in both movies or different old men? No, no, no. The old man in um, Arachnophobia. Remember he got bit by a spider and he said, call Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Same scenario though. Yeah. Young doctor. Moves to a town. Yes. Old man doesn't yep. retire. Yep. He, he doesn't retire. Jeff Daniels moves there and the guy doesn't retire. Yeah. We're, Too bad. We're going to do Arachnophobia. I'm itching right now thinking about the spiders in that movie. We're going to do that movie. It's but going to be incredible. John Goodman. Holy crap, was he amazing in that. <laughs> I, think I think I still got a little bit of him on my shoe. <laughs> no, but look, I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many things. Dude, alcohol. Young. Remember? We were real young, Oh, Tom. dude, we were, we were rowdy. I was smoking weed in eighth grade. Just ask Johnny Short. I, I, got, <laughs> I got served in a bar in Mexico when I was like nine years old. What do you mean when you were? I was eight. There you are. We were drinking margaritas. Yep. With sugar, not salt. 
I still do to this day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, uh, when our uncle said it was a uh, Slurpee it's for adults. It's just Slurpees. Yeah, just Thinking, hey, they're okay. And mom's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just a gummy worm that was out of a bottle of mezcal. <laughs> But that stuff messes up, messes I'm you telling up, you, it, man. Will, it will mess you up. I mean, dude, even watching movies too young messes a, you a, up. Put a perversion in your mind. Um, like not, like not, like there's a big thing now. Kids are watching porn at a real young age. It's messing up. It's got to wreck it, their it messes minds. Them, it messes them up with with girls they date. I, dude, as a counselor, I've had guys. Who can't be with their women because all they they have trained their brain. They, they, yeah. It's a Pavlov's dog. Mm-hmm. They trained their mind to pornography, and they're broken. Like it's it's sad, well, dude. The, the, dude, the, the the generation is there's so much that they have at their fingertips. They're losing, they're losing the ability to, to love, to be romantic. I mean, the, these poor girls poor got a bunch girls. of stinking dogs with the stinking pink thing hanging out, dude. They're humping everything. I mean, dude, well, I was a, I was a counselor too, and I mean, I had kids that were ninth, tenth grade, talking to me about the nastiest stuff, and I'm like, how do you know about that already? Because they have phones. When we were kids, here's the thing about being kid, and what we're, we're talking about some crazy stuff right now. When we were kids, if you wanted pornography, you had to sneak and sneak. You had to get caught. You it was you had to find a, sh- a copy of Basic Instinct, dude. It was very difficult. And Shameful. got caught. Yeah. Shameful. And yes. I remember my mom busted me for that when I was a kid. And it was like looking down like, Mom, I'm an awful piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, was, it, it, it couldn't go too far because it was, it was too many barriers. Yeah. Like, and now there ain't no barrier. It's not even a matter of finding it. It comes to you. Heck yeah, it does. I'll, I'll Google something, but the third page of the Google results, there's something naked chick on there. Too bad you want to hear something hilarious. The guy from uh, Lithium, the 90s alternative and grunge channel on uh, satellite radio, it sounds like I'm doing a damn commercial. <laughs> he goes, uh, uh, tell you what, guys, uh, I, was, I was doing some research for the show and getting my playlist together. Don't ever, gir- don't ever Google butthole surfers. <laughs> And then he plays butthole servers pepper. <laughs> I Googled once like Zelda. Could look up like Zelda codes. Uh, how about when we were getting ready? Uh, I think I was in I was in the singles group at church and we were going to Passion Conference. And I Googled uh Passion Conference. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled stuff too. I was just- like, hell yeah, we going to this. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad this, uh, uh, this website ain't scratch and sniff. <laughs> I was playing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, it does. It breaks kids. Big Here, Here's one that breaks kids. Love. Kids play at love, and it's adults can't handle divorce. Dude. And kids. Kids I've are seen, saying love to getting them chonies. I've seen kids, though, 14, 15. And, and, oh, they can't handle the real thing. And they think when they, they, they think they're in they, love, and you know, it's a real feeling. They, they go especially all in. young young boys when they go all in, and a girl's like, "Forget you." It they, it messes them. It scars them. I've seen kids in school, depression. There's a lot of talk about how um, there's a correlation between some of the the early shootings, like Columbine, and of breakups. course, of course, because kids are so emotionally. Uh, what's that college? Uh, was it Virginia? Virginia Tech? Was it? Dude, that dude was t- talking. He made a video talking to girls. Yes. This is just could have been avoided. Why? Because you're a loser. 
L7, L7 weenie. Weenie. <laughs> Oscar Mayer style. <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah is funny, dude. He's so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, repeat. Um, dude, he's like, uh, what's that one kid's name when he's covered in the dust? Tommy. Like, I blame myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, dude. There's good. There's a yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious, dude. Um, there's uh, the, the big guy, whatever his name is. Ham, look, Ham, Hammy, yeah. Ham. It's great characters, dude. I love when he's walking by them and goes, hey, <laughs> looking good. Dude, dude, he's, he's just hamming it up, dude. It's so funny. He he's was hilarious. got some freckles he, on he him, He was boy. hilarious in Son-in-Law, too, though, dude. Oh, my goodness. He son was in Son-in-Law. Dude, his, he, you see him now? His head is ginormous on his body. Yeah, because he's skinny. Yeah, his head, though, didn't lose weight. No, dude. It's like, it's like an orange on a toothpick. It is, dude. <laughs> It's like sporting he's gonna, he's gonna cry himself to sleep on his huge pillow. <laughs> his huge pillow. <laughs> he's like, come on, you're gonna give the kid a complex. <laughs> he's, he's laughing his ass off, dude. What a genius movie, dude. What a stinking um Too bad. Have you seen Mike Myers lately? No. All gray. Looking like Steve Martin, dude. Wow. But no, I think you're right. We try kids go to adult stuff too early. I and for me, I at home, I wanna watch all these movies with my kids. I wanna watch uh, all, Ape, Star Wars, everything. And my wife says, Ernesto, the kids want to watch cartoons. Don't grow them up too fast. Yeah. Let them enjoy. And I'm like, remember when we were kids and we had Saturday morning cartoons? They don't have that stuff no more. Dang, this coffee gave me heartburn, dude. Oh! <laughs> so, um, raise this right, raise this wrong. There you go. Now, you can follow us on Twitter, at Red Rum Theater. Or individually at Ernesto Alaniz or at Chico Love Twenty Four. Booyah! You follow us on uh, Facebook at Facebook.com/slash uh, Red Rum Theater. You keep talking fast. It sounds borderline swear words, dude. <laughs> I don't mean to talk fast. <laughs> uh, and of course, theater is spelled the European spelling. Theatre. And uh, next week is our last film in our Summer Slam series. Um, it's end of July. Do one more summer flick. What are we doing next week, brother? Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. I cannot wait to rewatch. I this can't film. wait. I haven't seen it in a minute. It's been twenty five years. Didn't even twenty five years old, fool. No, it's thirty. It's thirty years old, Tony. Dang, Gina. So we're watching it. This no, it's not thirty years old. What year did it come out? By ninety one. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's not an 80s. It's no, probably 25. 25 years old. So watching that next week. So go find it, rent it, watch it, and be it's, ready for next week. I hope it doesn't suck. I haven't seen it in so long. I hope it doesn't suck, too. Dang. Gina. We'll see. We'll see. But, I mean, we quoted every, every day of our lives for a long time. So there you go. So, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Room Theater.